0: The Last Word with Matt Cooper.
1: Today FM. It all
0: happens here.
1: Today
2: FM. Well, it seems like the American president, Joe Biden, is taking it to the extremism that is infecting American politics and American life. The extremism from the right, from the near fascists. Let's hear a little bit of what he had to say about this at the weekend.
1: We're at a serious moment in our nation's history. The MAGA Republicans don't just threaten our personal rights and economic security. They're a threat to our very democracy. They refuse to accept the will of the people. They embrace, embrace political violence. They don't believe in democracy. This is why, in this moment, those of you who love this country, Democrats, independents, mainstream Republicans, we must be stronger, more determined and more committed to saving America than the MAGA republics are destroying America. We, the people, are the first words of our Constitution, and we, the people, will still determine the destiny of America. If we, the people, stand together, we will prevail as we, the people.
2: Cal Thomas, as a mainstream conservative, do you endorse that message from your president, Joe Biden?
1: Well, Matt, uh, first of all, we are not a democracy. We are a constitutional republic. The founders did not want a pure democracy because that would have given the states with the biggest population today, New York and California, the overwhelming vote to determine who would serve an elective office. So that's point number one. Number two, this is rhetoric two months before uh, our November election. It's designed to fire up the base. The only Republicans that Democrats like are the ones who lose. I give you Mitt Romney. I give you John McCain. I give you uh, uh, George uh, H.W. Bush, who lost his reelection battle. Those are mainstream Republicans to Democrats. I think there's extremism on both sides and always has been in our politics going back to the founding of the country. But I certainly denounce what uh, Senator Lindsey Graham said uh, over the weekend on Fox News Sunday about there being a civil war in this country. I think that's very, very incendiary and unfortunate. I wish he hadn't said it. and I hope he takes it back.
2: Well, actually, let's hear him say that.
1: What happened with Hunter Biden is that the FBI weighed in to make sure a story didn't break for the 2020 election. We now have whistleblowers at the FBI telling Senator Grassley that they were told to slow down and back off Hunter Biden. And I'll say this, if there's a prosecution of Donald Trump for mishandling classified information after the Clinton debacle, which you presided over and did a hell of a good job, there'll be riots in the streets.
2: Riots in the street, does that that sound, Carl, suspiciously like incitement?
1: Yes, it does, Matt. And we've had riots in the streets you know, two years ago. We had uh, riots in our major cities, uh, Black Lives Matter, looting, uh, shootings every weekend in our major cities. So this stuff has been going on for some time. And I think it is a byproduct of something much deeper in this country. People put too much faith in politics and not enough of themselves. The media whipped this kind of stuff up by having the most extreme people on on both sides to denounce each other, to claim their destruction Destroying America. Where is the unity that President Biden said he was going to bring? Where is the lowering of the rhetoric that he said was necessary after Trump's name calling? He made all these promises, but he's not fulfilling them.
2: Marion McCone, what do you make of that? Was Joe Biden's speech at the weekend, and one that he plans to deliver in a primetime address this coming Thursday, not an appeal to the middle ground?
0: Well, it was absolutely, Cal and, I'm really, and, and Matt. And I'm really surprised, Cal, that you, you couldn't just give it a simple endorsement because what, what Joe Biden was saying very clearly was he's not speaking about all of the Republican Party. He's speaking about the extremists, the QAnon subscribers, the election deniers who are the majority, admittedly, of the party at the moment. And if you just take a look at what these election deniers are in support of, they're in support of allowing Donald Trump to overthrow the results of a democratic, free and fair election. Election. that's what the majority of the republican party is supporting at the moment uh, and you know there are people and it's just not true that the democrats only like uh, republicans who lose i larry hogan uh, republican governor of maryland excellent governor a really good guy as republican as they come there are plenty of republicans that um you know who, who are really good republicans and i think they're getting buried in, by all of this trump vitriol and craziness and appetite for violence, which is what it really seems like to me. Uh, I'm glad that Joe Biden is picking up this. I think this is probably the single most important battle of his presidency because all of this isn't going anywhere. You saw Trump this morning spouting out QAnon, more rubbish. I mean, the, the, the MAGA people are spoiling for a fight. Yeah, and and then, sorry, Marian, So
2: then, given that, how irresponsible was it on the part of Lindsey Graham? You know, for a long time, a sort of an establishment, mainstream Republican To start equating this non-entity Hunter Biden's activities with Donald Trump and his taking of the classified material to Mar-a-Lago.
0: Well, and and also meant sneaking in Hillary Clinton when he's talking to Trey Gowdy, who, who, you know, what he didn't say was Hillary Clinton testified before Trey Gowdy, who was the host of that programme, for 11 hours. She turned up on Capitol Hill, she sat there for 11 hours and she answered every question. Is Donald Trump doing that? He could have gone before the January 6th committee. He could have said, I want to address these issues. Instead, he's just fomenting, you know, but he's fomenting violence basically and, and further division in America and, for, and whipping up anger based on absolute lies. I think Lindsay Graham is just a clown. I think he's got legal problems of his own. He's looking at a very serious legal problem in um, Atlanta, Georgia because Fanny Willis is determined to make him testify about a phone call that he made uh, to the Georgia Secretary of State Brad Raffensperger asking him to sort of coyly maybe don't count some of those votes. Maybe there's a way you don't have to count some votes and uh, post-in votes that that would have been for Joe Biden so he's got his own legal issues Uh, Lindsey Graham needs to just what he's doing is irresponsible but it's typical he's always crawled around after other people at the moment it just happens to be Donald Trump and then
2: Carl, there is a survey done by YouGov and The Economist which finds that two-fifths of Americans believe civil war is at least somewhat likely over the next 10 years what do you make of that?
1: I think it's disgusting, Matt. Uh, In our civil war in the 1860s in America, 620,000 men were killed, roughly 2% of the population at that time. We have a constitution. We have courts. We have a voting system that if you don't like it, you can go out and make your case and then accept the results. I have accepted the results for some time of the last election and this is the way we are supposed to do things in america i don't like this kind of rhetoric i don't like the name calling i don't even know what semi-fascism means i mean how do you have a half a hitler half a mussolini half a holocaust when the president was asked what he meant by that the other day he he couldn't give a definition he just said well you know and then uh... we, we have all these words being thrown out by people who rightly denounced Trump for using words like that, or worse. I think we need to lower the rhetoric and get back to debating the issues.
2: Well, if the issue, though, is that Donald Trump did illegally take sensitive and classified documents away from the White House, would you accept that that is the right thing to do, to prosecute a president who has done something that looks reckless and dangerous?
1: Well, first of all, we don't know the details yet, Matt. We have that redacted affidavit, and we have a lot of leaks to the New York Times and Washington Post and other media that are no friends of Republicans and certainly no friends of Trump. I don't like trial by media. That's number one. Number two, I would say that uh, if, if this is a this is an argument about documents, this is something that should have been between Trump and the National Archives. I'm on record as saying. I don't like any precedent being set that would prosecute a former president. I didn't like it with Nixon. I thought Gerald Ford did the right thing in, in pardoning him to try to heal the country. Let the voters decide. That's the best way to uh, judge a candidate or a former but president.
2: Hold on a second. I started the question with the word if, if it is shown that there is yes. evidence. But, that, but the very last thing you said there seems very worrying because that's almost like making a president exempt from the rigors no. of the law.
1: No, it's not exempt, Matt, but I think you're going to get a tit for tat here. If, 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 uh, Trump is indicted if, in fact, there is evidence sufficient. And if he is convicted, uh, which is a whole other issue, don't forget he survived conviction twice in the Senate after being impeached by a Democrat House led by Nancy Pelosi, then I think you're going to see when Republicans get back in power, as they inevitably will, uh, an effort to do the same to the thing to the Democrats. And we have this revolving door business. We need to get back to the business of the country, lowering the gas prices, lowering the cost of food, uh, attacking inflation. This is what most people care about, not the stupid games that are played in Washington and by the media.
2: That's it. I think gas prices have fallen quite considerably in the United States, Marianne, haven't they?
0: Yeah, they have. They're they're almost back in fact. They're, they're the the average price is below four dollars now. It's almost back to about 2019 levels. Um, so things are heading in the right direction economically. I I think that for, for Democrats. But look, just to get back to a couple of things that Cal said. You know, tit for tat, Cal presupposes that Joe Biden is also going to leg it back to Delaware with all of the Secret Service and I beg your pardon, all of the national security documents and then lie about it and prevaricate for 18 months and until. Uh, the attorney general has no choice but to send a, a search, to sign off the search warrant the fact is that other presidents have not republican and democrat have not behaved like this. You know, yes, it would be unprecedented to uh, prosecute a former president, but no, only because no other former president has behaved in this manner. And that's the real issue here that people are ignoring, I think, that what Donald Trump has done, and you know, he's also, his handling of this, you know, got it. I mean, could he just, I think he has just got a decent lawyer, actually, but but, um, I mean, they're dragging this out. They're at the point now where they're saying we still want a special master, even though the Department of Justice has gone through all these documents. You know, let them have it. Let them not themselves out. But now the Department of Justice, because they're manoeuvring, has been given a chance to file a publicly filed 40 page document today saying why there's no need for a special master and setting out their entire case. So basically, Trump is just painting himself into a corner with his with his idiocy, but also with his malevolence. I mean, you know, he had no business having any of these documents in the first place. Let's not forget that.
2: OK, we leave it there. Mary McKeown and Cal Thomas, who, of course, are going to be at the Kennedy Summer School in New Ross on Saturday week. We'll give you a bit more details about that next uh, Tuesday when they're with us. And I know that means that Cal will be in Ireland and will be joining us in studio in the near future here as well. Look forward to seeing you then, Cal.
0: The Last Word with Matt Cooper. Today FM. It all happens here.